1: To be welcome to who weekly the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't i'm bobby finger
0: i'm lindsey weber
1: i'm not sure if you saw this lindsey but did you see who the new bell is
0: the new bell and sebastian with the new bell
1: beauty and the beast disney has a new bell
0: for what project
1: a wonderful world of disney made for tv beauty and the beast reimagined okay, that will no, air on abc care. on december 15th and then be available disney plus the next day live action there's a new bell
0: uh-huh who is she
1: you get one guess. It's a guess that could apply to many, many women, but specifically one woman also. Is it her? It's her.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, her.
1: You are listening to Who's There, a weekly call-in show where we take your questions, comments, and concerns at 619 Who them Let's start with comments. We have so many calls today. We just have to get started.
4: Hey, Lindsay and Bobby. Um, I'll go one tap. Uh, Jeremy Allen White and his wife being friends with Dakota Johnson. I have certainly called about this like four times, probably over the years. It's Jeremy Allen White's baby who was having that baby shower that started, or at least helped fuel the ru- rumors that Dakota Johnson was pregnant when you guys were so convinced she's pregnant. But like these photos of them, and you can see they're like clearly at or going to a baby shower. I think maybe King Chris Martin is there, and everyone's like, oh, my God, is she pregnant? But, like, very clearly this other girl is. You take, like, two seconds to look it up. And that was Jenny's wife. I believe it's her first kid. Um, so, yeah. Dakota Johnson's pregnant. Nancy Podcaster, being grieved.
0: So what you're saying is Dakota Johnson is is still pregnant. (laughs) Dakota Johnson is still... I was going to say the same thing. (laughs) So you're saying Dakota Johnson has been pregnant for four years now or three years now?
1: No, we're coming up on four because she got... She was definitely pregnant on October 8th, 2018, which is when she threw the gender reveal party for the baby that's yet to be born.
0: She's four years pregnant. That's incredible.
1: I know. It's really exciting, I think, for her and for science. (laughs) No, I was looking at the... TMZ coverage of this which I remember vividly but in retrospect the balloons it's funny I remember the, the balloons, balloons the balloons yes and their headline was Chris Martin and Dakota Johnson throw gender reveal party dot 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 but rep says not their baby <laughs> rep says not their baby <laughs> rep says not their baby,
0: <laughs> rep says not their baby.
1: It says, pink and blue balloons were tied down in arches as their celeb friends arrived. Dakota's folks, Melanie Griffith and Don Johnson, walked in along with Sean Penn and Julia Roberts.
0: Wait, Julia Roberts attended Jeremy Allen White and his wife Addison Timberland's baby shower? Okay, now I don't believe that. It was Dakota Johnson's. This is a huge cover-up conspiracy. She's definitely pregnant for four years.
1: The photos here are so good because Julia Roberts looks miserable and she's holding like four Ziploc bags, like the big extra large large freezer bags. They're filled with things. Melanie Griffith (laughs) is smoking a cigarette with Sean Penn. And there's Jeremy Allen White, not labeled, on the right, smoking a cigarette.
0: (laughs) Wait, so you're telling me that Addison Timlin is friends with Julia Roberts now?
1: Jeremy Allen White was in the first season of Homecoming with Julia Roberts.
0: Oh, at the time. And it was like at that time. At the time. Yes. So he must have said, Julia, we're BFF for this one, you know, filming block. Come to my baby shower. And she said, she said, sure, I'll bring a Ziploc full of egg salad. Imagine
1: Melanie Griffith coming to your baby shower and she's not in your family. That's fun. (laughs) Just smoking cigarettes on the corner. That's great.
0: Oh, because she's Dakota's mom. Right. But like, obviously, she's a friend of the family. Yeah, I do remember seeing these photos and us debating somehow the balloons being really the giveaway here. But it should have Mm. been Julia Roberts (laughs) attending.
1: (laughs) I mean, I do believe that Dakota Johnson would be friends with Julia Roberts in some weird way. Or
0: maybe, right, maybe.
1: But yes, it was all about Jeremy Allen White. And this TMZ story has not been corrected in those four years.
0: And this caller should call TMZ first. I mean, call us first, but then call them second and say, I actually.
1: Really <laughs> the bottom, it shows a photo from a month prior where Dakota's wearing like this beautiful coat, but it's oversized. Oh my and God. And it says September 29th in New York. And they end the story with, Interesting. When Dakota walked on stage, she was wearing a baggy outfit and overcoat. Little did we know, she had a baby on board.
0: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> Little did we know.
0: Correct that. Well, she well, you know, she's still pregnant, so. They won't
1: correct. She is still pregnant. The baby has been on board for so long. The baby is just very cozy in there. Next call.
0: <laughs> Dakota's womb. The baby just wants to stay put. <laughs> Are you kidding?
1: If I could move into Dakota's womb, I'd never leave. It's like rent control. Oh, right. <laughs> it's like rent control. Right, right. You don't leave Dakota's womb. Um, Where's the next call?
3: Hey, it's Lindsay Bobby. Uh, I wanted to call in about the Principalities of Monaco sailing graduation because I have a suspicion. Um, I am suspicious that it is some tone-deaf, like, PR placement on on their behalf because um, to sort of give a sheen of respectability and um, positivity because Princess Charlene has had a really rough uh, time of it. I think she was, like, sequestered away from her family in a different country for several months, maybe even years. Um, I don't know if it was, like, mental health issues, but there was, like, some outrageous claim that she had, like, dental problems, and that's why she had to be sequestered from her family for, like, months. But please look into this. I don't know if I'm, if I'm just putting two and two together and, and getting five, but I feel like there's something here. Crunch, crunch. Grateful for Timmy.
5: Hey, Bobby Lindsay, long-time listener, medium-time caller. Um, So Princess Charlene of Monaco and her husband Albert are now, I guess, sort of basic royals. But I feel like I remember there was a lot of drama around their wedding. Like apparently she tried to flee. I think he cheated on her a bunch. So maybe they're still written about and followed in people because People are just hoping to see, like, more hints of the drama that was inherent in their union. I forget if there was a runaway bride thing, but I don't know. I guess Charlene isn't dramatic anymore. She's just attending the sailing camp graduation
3: for her children. Um,
5: Me at sailing camp in Monaco. Bye.
0: We didn't mention this, but she (laughs) – there is a headline from September 8th, 2021, and the headline is, Prince Albert appalled at Princess Charlene rumors, quote, she didn't leave in a huff. She didn't go into exile. And you're like, (laughs) what? And then it says she didn't leave Monaco in a huff. Albert, 63, told people in this week's issue. She didn't leave because she was mad at me or anything else. She was going down to South Africa to reassess her foundation's work down there and take a little time off with her brother and some friends. Charlene, 43, traveled to South Africa in mid-May and soon began to experience complications related to a sinus lift and bone graft procedure she'd undergone prior to her arrival in preparation for dental implants. As a result, she has since had several corrective procedures, including one blah, 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 blah. So the tabs were saying, she did it again. She's she's trying to escape (laughs) again. And he was like, no, she just got dental implants, you know. But originally... Right before her wedding, according to Marie Claire UK, she tried to escape her wedding to Prince Albert three different times.
1: Because apparently he's a cheater and just kind of a shitty guy. Allegedly, that's kind of the rumor, right?
0: She had uh, there was a rumor that she he had a love child conceived during his oh relationship God. with Charlene, and now not she love was child,
1: a... <laughs> not a love child. <laughs> That's what I call myself when I move into Dakota's womb.
0: <laughs> okay, listen. The first time she tried to escape was South Africa. The second time, her passport was confiscated. Oh my God, this is scary. Oh her third time took place two days before her wedding. According to Le Journal de Dimanche. Dimanche, Princess Charlene booked a one-way ticket home to South Africa, but was intercepted in Nice. Okay, we got to get her out. We got to help her.
1: Oh my God. And she goes to South Africa a lot because she's from She was born in Zimbabwe. And I guess she has like a lot of like connections and relationships in Zimbabwe and South Africa.
0: You know what this could be? I mean, obviously, I still believe that she's trying to get out of there because it seems terrible. But what it could be is every time she tries to go home or wants to go home to see her family or whatever, people are like, she's in exile. She's leaving. She's never coming back to Monaco. She
1: just wants to visit. That's very, that's conceivable.
0: That's very, like, press. That's, like, very, like, a press move. You know what I mean? That feels a little, again, not that I don't believe. Maybe she really was. She got a one-way ticket.
1: It's not surprising to apply this narrative of a princess being miserable in Monaco. You know, like, we've seen this before. Mm -hmm, We've lived mm -hmm. this experience. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Where an outsider comes to Monaco and says, what am I doing? So it's not surprising they're trying to apply this narrative to her. Although it does kind of seem like it's true. (laughs)
6: Hi, Lindsay, Bobby. Long time, long time. I have a question. Is Sabrina Carpenter happening? Is she, a? she's not a them. I know she's not a them. But
0: I, I can't tell where she lies. So if you could answer that. Thanks. Crunch, crunch. Where does she lie? In a soft bed? In the grass? <laughs> Maybe in a body of water? Where does she lie?
1: Currently, she lies at number 21 on the YouTube top trending charts for music.
0: It's pretty good, actually.
1: Because she released a new song called Because I Like the Boy.
0: I will say I did see a lot of chatter about this album. She has an album.
3: People are like
0: talking about it and listening to it. There hasn't been a Sabrina Carpenter song that is like broken out of the Sabrina Carpenter realm, especially if we're Mm -hmm. comparing her to like Olivia Rodrigo, which was kind of the Sabrina Carpenter uh, narrative of the past year or two, you know, has been mm-hmm. wrapped up. Good, like, and I'm just comparing music-wise because Sabrina Carpenter I knew as an actress, and then all of a sudden told me she was a singer, and I said, "Prove it," you know. And so <laughs> she did music, and I said, "Okay, I'm still not really convinced."
1: And then Olivia Rodrigo was like, "Excuse me, can I can I cut in?"
0: Right, literally, that's what I'm kind of saying. And then like the narrative of the mu of this of this entire thing became Olivia's because the music was better, mm-hmm. and Sabrina. Carpenter and Josh Bassett, like, kind of left in the dust. But I will say, but Sabrina Carpenter does have, like, a narrative.
1: She has a very similar narrative to Olivia Rodrigo, actually, you know? Actor turned singer, you know, right, that like, sort of thing. Right, and also Disney Channel connection. star,
0: exactly. Because mm-hmm. I know her from Boy Meets World reboot, which I think I'm the only one who watched.
1: Right, it wasn't Disney Channel, but it was t- television for children.
0: Definitely television for children. YA TV. It was like four children, but only 30-year-olds who watched Boy Meets World watched it, which is like another confusing element about the way that TV is.
1: Just kind of like The Summer I Turned Pretty. Yeah. Adults love that show.
2: I know. I know. <laughs> okay,
1: so... Her new album came out last week, and it has the funniest album title that I can think of. It's called Emails I Can't Send.
0: (laughs) God, it's incredible. It's incredible to me how I still feel insane about, like, email being, like, the normalized way of communication. Mm -hmm. And it's literally 2000 and what year? 22? 23?
1: It's 2022. And the album art, it's very... So the aesthetic of this album, I think, is sort of interesting because she's doing the, like pop girly thing where everything's lowercase but it's not consistent there is a lot Mm -hmm. of uppercase in this it sort of goes back and forth
0: you're obsessed with this by i don't know do listeners know know that you're obsessed with this i think i maybe have cut it a few times when you go off on your uppercase lowercase
1: it's just interesting that like caps can be trendy and here we like it's like butts can be trendy like big butts little butts like uppercase lowercase that's that can be trendy you can assign trendiness to it but on the cover it's also her in bed with a laptop in front of her. But the laptop is old. There's still that sort of vintage 90s aesthetic, early 2000s, because there's this old chunky laptop on her bed with her.
0: Which is funny because you can't have an old phone because the phone is like the spawn. Exactly. They're all getting paid by like Samsung Flip. Samsung. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I know.
1: Because she's getting paid by Samsung for that foldable phone that Christine gets, Christine Quinn gets money for.
0: But because she's not getting paid by Apple or Lenovo or, you know, Asus. Name Asus, up some other yeah. laptops. Chrome, Google Chromebook. She can Dell. use Dell. like an old vintage kind of chic clamshell or something. Like, mm-hmm. like Carrie from Sex and the City when she brings her computer to the store and they're like, your hard drive is wiped. And she's like, what?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No, they sell her the clamshell. She brings her big computer. Yeah.
1: She brings her big computer. So there's also like an old little like CRT television behind her as well. So we're like the 90s early yachts aesthetic is still thriving in this universe
0: it is very much like oh i listen to spotify but own a record player you know like i'm yes. you know I'm, yes. I'm never but i'm never playing it I'm, I'm just i'm just streaming to my bluetooth speakers
1: exactly yeah so she released this the video for the latest single from this album this is the fourth single from the album and it's called because i like the boy the video itself is aesthetically circus themed the first line is about thin mints but then the rest of it is about Olivia Rodrigo and Joshua Bassett. Wait. The rest of it is about Olivia Rodrigo.
0: <laughs> I said I wanted Thin Mints and you said you knew a guy. It's kind of Yeah, fun. yeah.
1: It's kind of unique. That's the first lyric. I
6: said I wanted Thin Mints and you said you knew a guy.
1: It's very confessional. It's about how after, presumably, she doesn't name names, but after the release of Driver's License, she was seen as like public enemy number one.
0: Uh-huh. She was. She was
1: she was and there are lines like i got death threats filling up semi trucks i'm the hot topic on your tongue i'm a rebound getting around stealing from the young
2: now I'm a
1: there's also a line about how remember when joshua bassett who was the guy in the center of the love triangle, never forget the alleged love triangle between mm-hmm. Olivia Rodrigo and Sabrina mm-hmm. Carpenter. Mm-hmm. Joshua Bassett went to the hospital for septic shock. Yeah. In 2021. And this is apparently a reference to that. She goes,
0: I'm not catastrophizing.
2: Everything's derailing. Was only trying to hold you close while your heart was failing.
0: Oh my God. She said he was going through an issue and I stood by him when his heart wasn't well. And you said, fuck you. And I said, well, she's not really saying anything about Olivia. She's more saying, I didn't really have a choice. I just liked this guy. I'm just, yes, I just and I, liked And it put to the
1: ringer. Yes. yeah. And because I liked this boy, my life got turned, flipped, turned upside down. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But to answer your question, is she happening? I don't think so. Not Not yet. She still hasn't like charted in any sort of like major way. This song could do it, but the song isn't a bop.
0: I think she's like cool. And I think that people are paying attention. And I'm seeing like Stan Twitters get like worked up about the aesthetic and like the songs or whatever. But you're right. There's the Olivia Rodrigo, not to compare, which this is so rude, but that crossover moment where all of a sudden like you were hearing it everywhere mm-hmm. and like outside of the box of Sabrina, of like Olivia Rodrigo outside of the high school musical the tv show the musical the tv show you mm-hmm. knew who she was and the music like almost lost its meaning like no one cared what driver license was about once it became huge 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 right it's just they a said, good song. they said who hurt this girl and like they didn't care like they just moved on It was just like funny you know what I mean
1: yes exactly
0: so yeah it hasn't done that the music hasn't done that
1: what I find kind of sad or like uh, at the very least, just, like, intriguing, is that this woman's personal turmoil somehow seems to, like, bounce off of her and make other people more notable because it happened with Olivia Rodrigo, I mean, yeah. Olivia Rodrigo had agency there. She wrote songs herself. But then it's happening now with Julia Michaels. The biggest story I'm seeing now is about Julia Michaels. That's what's getting aggregated by PopCrave.
0: Which I was going to say, like, it's not even really a story. Got to say, not even a story.
1: But it's still blowing up in a way that this song doesn't appear to be. You know, like, it's like everything in Sabrina Carpenter's orbit is getting more famous than she is.
0: It's like Julia Michaels Got in a fight with a stan a on Twitter fan. and was like, honestly, I shouldn't even... Like, I just think Julia Roberts... Julia Roberts. Julia Michaels was, like, in a weird place and responded yes. to a stan and shouldn't have and gotten her feelings, like, whatever. And it that, of course, is getting more attention because it's, like, toxic, kind of. But it's yeah. not, again, not important and almost kind of boring.
1: Yeah. Essentially, a fan was saying that they don't like the way Julia Michaels writes. Julia Michaels is a very prolific songwriter who, like, is is also a performer herself, but she wrote for Selena Gomez. You're allowed to say you don't like somebody. Exactly. (laughs) Julia found the tweet and responded and was basically being a little messy about it and ultimately deleted her Twitter account, and that got a lot of attention. And it's like, I saw more headlines about Julia, well, headlines, tweets, about Julia Michaels deleting her Twitter account than I did about Sabrina Carpenter releasing this, like, confessional song. That's my own feed, but still...
0: You know, everyone's being exposed to different things. But I think this would be just as niche as the album itself. But you saw more of it because you follow Pop Crave, you know? Mhm. That's
1: true. I do.
3: Hi, Bobby, Lindsay, and Timmy. Can you please
5: talk about Jesus and Nero? What the fuck happened? The brand died. Crunch, crunch. Hi, Justin, Bobby. Um,
6: I heard about the I'm sure you've gotten a million calls about the Jesus and Miro B slash breakup, but I saw a couple tweets about Dylan O'Brien being maybe really involved and um as a like decade long DOB obsessor I need to know the teeth. Anyway, that's all. Crunch crunch.
0: Bye.
1: We got so many calls about Jesus and Miro ending.
0: I know. They were one of the original like me listening to them, like, their like, original oh, I Complex podcast. Yes. Yeah, and then, like, their Vice show and, like, loving that. And then being like, oh, my God, they're on Showtime. Like, it felt oh my God, really... Oh, I have to subscribe
1: to Showtime now. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: Like, it felt really not like we are any close to their success in any way, but watching them go from like Nas to Who's very quickly and creating this kind of like community of diehards, then exposing themselves to more fans, like which can always be a very dangerous kind of proposition, even though mm-hmm. you'd be crazy not to do it. That's the thing is everyone kind of was like, these are like our guys. And then they got more famous and it's like, well, what do you, what do you think? Nothing was stopping them from that. Like, what, what do you think they're going to choose? You know, like... Mira was like a like a teacher, teacher's aide or something and Jesus worked at like a he used to tweet from his like office job. Like it just mm-hmm. obviously they were gonna kind of blow up and you know, these duos sometimes they just don't last very long, especially after like money and kind of fame rolls in. No matter mm-hmm. what the scenario is.
1: It feels a little messy, honestly.
0: Well, the way that it was like announced, the way that it kind of came to a head.
1: Right. And the fact that, like, Reddit is involved makes me feel like, oh, God, this is just, this went out of control.
0: It was kind of unclear whether or not they were getting another season. I think the season would have been their last either way. But it was like, there were a lot of rumors like, well, there still might be another season or are these two, like, fighting now and there's no way they're just going to, like, do the show after, like... Saying this shit, do you know what I mean? Like, has mm-hmm. tweeted basically, Bodega Hive. You think I abandon y'all, but the art's coming back. The art always refers to the podcast, the podcast. not the show. But it is yes. confusing because they're kind of hand in hand. And then Miro that was posted in the Reddit, and Miro responded in the Reddit. It's a wrap. Somebody mentioned Dude tweeting that from some country at like 3 a.m. I toured with Dude for years and he was foobar, fucked up, beyond all recognition, and in his bag. Podcast done, enjoy the back catalog. So that was like, okay, so the podcast. But but the podcast was always kind of like not the main conversation anyways.
1: Once the show started, the podcast stopped releasing episodes as frequently as it used to. So like the listeners were already okay with the podcast being released fairly rarely but it had been quite a, it had been almost a year
0: but it was kind of the grounding element of their relationship was that there was always this like podcast to like keep them mm-hmm. kind of regular and like in touch with the original like community of bodega hive that like loved them you know what i mean
3: mm-hmm.
0: um and then people are you know retweeting stuff like it's over, it's over. And he and Deezus was responding because they're both really like t- on Twitter, which is the other thing. I tried y'all. The Hive deserved better than this. Reddit can slander my name. But when the truth comes out, actually, just wait. Jesus isn't on Twitter saying Reddit can slander my name, but it's Miro posting on Reddit. It's not like Reddit. It's
1: Miro's account. Yeah. It's not just some random state It's Rebecca Vardy's you know? account. You know, it's, it's not... Rebecca- Yes. And so we have what's kind of interesting here is that we have Jesus on Twitter being like retweeting the official Showtime account being like, all of y'all were great. I'm so proud of everyone. But like big things are coming soon. Miro just retweeted it he didn't add any like editorializing like anytime you, a show that is seemingly successful kind of ends abruptly sucks for the staff right because there's so many people who work and write on this show and now yep. suddenly it's over
0: yep and those staff thought they could get another season but then you two fought in in the comments and I think Showtime said what's the point of that we're not doing mm-hmm.
1: that yeah but you'll recall last time we talked about Jesus was because people were like, what's he doing in Iceland (laughs) with Anna Kendrick? And so now here we have this like big hooey gossip spiral because people are wondering why they broke up because they always seem like they were such good friends in it to win it, blah, blah, blah. What's new in this equation? And the new things in this equation are Anna Kendrick and Dylan O'Brien. So people are bending over backwards trying to find a reason to make one or both of those who's Yoko Ono. Well,
0: I think like what's interesting is you have this kind of like... Very easy dynamic where, like, M- Miro's got a f- wife and kids. He's got quite a few of them. They live in Connecticut or New Jersey. I forget.
1: Jesus is a man about town.
0: Jesus is Hollywood Jesus. He's out to lunch with all these famous people. His BFs are like Sue Bird and, like, Dylan O'Brien <laughs> and Anna Kendrick somehow. Although we did explain it's all connected to that guy, Char- That guy Alter. What's his face? Alter. Something Alter. Tony? T- T- Troy? Troy Tony? Alter? Troy? Troy? It's not Troy. Troy Alter? It's not. It's down here somewhere. Oh, Tommy! Oh my God, we Tommy!
1: Realized. And it was a T. Tommy Alter. Right. So
0: it's it. But I'm just saying. Either way, Jesus is now like. It's very easy to create that narrative that it's like, oh, Jesus T- just got too big for his britches. But I don't mm-hmm. think that's like the full truth. I don't think that's like the total kind of truth about it. But it seems like Jesus is out here like, almost trying to make everything very like neat and tying the bow mm-hmm. on stuff like i have work that's coming out soon that you better care about and miro is a little bit messier where he's just like fuck this do you know what i mean almost mm-hmm. like Jesus is kind of leaving him a little bit in the dust yeah right
1: yeah i just <laughs> the stretch to like look for reasoning behind this when the reasoning behind the breakup is honestly I assume it's probably quite simple. It's just, like, we no longer get along the way we used to or something. You know, like, I don't know any details, but it's just, like, these things aren't always as dramatic as you want them to be, you know? So it's, like, we have to make it dramatic. And what's more dramatic than throwing in Dylan O'Brien and Anna Kendrick?
0: I just feel like, also, it just... it When your brand is, like, we're from the Bronx, we're, like, we're just like you, Bodega Boys, we love, you know, we're, we're doing this. And then you get rich, like... You don't even have the experiences that like make for an interesting podcast anymore because nobody's listening to it being like, yes, you like flew on a private jet. Yes, you went to Iceland with Anna Kendrick. You know what I mean? No one is like LMAO, like love to hear it.
1: At a certain point, you have to stop tweeting as though you aren't famous. When you try to speak out on Twitter, it just makes people put on their conspiracy theory hat, you know, even faster. You
0: can't be like. a a prolific Twitter person and then when news happens about you, you just like shut up. Like there's just, it's like, it's one thing if you were never there in the first place, that's what's dangerous about like being like kind of active on Twitter. It's really good for your career, but then when like something actually happens and like you kind of have to say something, like Mm -hmm. Jesus immediately said something and the fact that Miro didn't, it was like, okay, well, then something is fucking off here. It's not Mm -hmm. this like genial thing. And people pointed out, oh, these two were just at the uh, MLB they were at some sort of event together. Oh yet yeah, summer, it would be baseball. Yeah. So they're still like almost doing press together, like for themselves, but not for the show itself.
1: They didn't interact or something. Yeah. All right. So I mean,
0: it's interesting. It's all very interesting. Like but it and it's also weird to f- talk about it because it really does feel like I listened to this podcast when they were not famous mm-hmm. at I don't know. It's a little bit weird. But they're th- they're who's.
1: As a Stan, you feel you feel like some of these people on Twitter.
0: I do feel weird. I feel like I'm shit talking my friends or something. I they don't I don't <laughs> you, know. Your them.
1: parasocial relationship. I yeah.
0: never met them, but I almost feel like, oh, they're gonna find out I was like saying stuff. But it's like I, I that's great. That's literally crazy, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Because you feel like they're friends.
0: I know with the Iceland thing we did talk about so this is kind of fair game and I think they're big who's, and Jesus is like guest hosting Kimmel like I think I think he's on the come up either way.
1: So to use our terminology maybe the rift was because one of them was them ascendant and the other one wasn't and it caused some spiciness between them.
0: Maybe one has a little bit of a, of an independent movement that could be captured and one mm-hmm. that one was more, you know, into the duo or more like needed the duo. Oh my god, that's like
1: it really is just like the perfect storm for speculation. Right. There's no way to know anything for real until they actually speak about it. Uh-huh. But it's just like everything about it makes it so, I don't know, juicy. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. I want the best for both is what I got to say. My of two course. friends that don't know me, you know?
1: Of course. My two friends who don't know me. That's what podcast hosts are.
0: Here's the segue. Tommy Alter, who's the kind of BFF doll of them all and Jesus mm-hmm. is kind of a... Uh, Within the web of all of Deezus' friends, I was looking at his Instagram, found a photo of Tommy Alter, Jay Ellis, mm-hmm. and his new bride, Nina.
1: Because Deezus and Anna Kendrick, among a lot of other, other, other people, were at Jay Ellis's Tuscany wedding. We'll play the call. Who Weekly is brought to you by Squarespace. As usual, we love Squarespace.
0: We love Squarespace.
1: It's the only way we will ever have a website. <laughs>
0: Is Squarespace. You're right. Because it's easy. Because I can update it very fast when things go crazy with tour announcing, which we might have to do relatively soon.
1: Might? Uh, might? Uh-huh, uh-huh,
0: uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You said, we just came and saw you. I said, well, this is a, this is a 365 podcast. We're planning ahead. Everyone's,
1: everyone's doing live shows these days. So all the venues are getting booked up. So we have to book our tour, which is far away, pretty soon but we already know we already know the dates we're ready to update the website on squarespace
0: and we also already know how to put them on the website which is like half the battle because it's squarespace exactly. and we've done this for a long time and it's very very easy
1: we love squarespace because Go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, go to squarespace.com who to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain.
0: I was in Florida this past weekend and guess what was the talk of the town?
1: Your mom's aura frame?
0: The aura frame. The aura frame kept, it was scrolling through every photo. I was like, oh, oh, there's that. Oh, there's that. Oh, there's... I'm like, where'd they get that photo? There's always a photo where I'm like, where'd they get that photo? how they get that photo?
1: I don't know where my mom gets the gifts that she sends me. Like when she <laughs> sends me a text gif, I'm like, where did you find that? And sometimes I look at her aura frame and I'm like, where did you download this? No,
0: I'm like, where did you get this photo from? Whose Instagram did you steal this photo off of, you know?
1: They love to steal from, and they love to just screenshot and not yeah. crops. So it'll just oh. be like a cropped You can connect it to your, oh yeah, Aura app, and, and you can, you can add just photos. send them photos. You can, right. If they approve it, you can just put photos and kind of troll them and have fun and put random photos. I do it to Lindsay sometimes. Yeah, he does. Um, you can do it to your mom. My mom gave me access because she likes putting. You gotta be careful. Photos you gotta
0: be a little careful with that, but you, you, should, <laughs> you could do it. But you should do it. You gotta
1: be a little bit careful.
3: Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. I am calling about our favorite Thirsty member of the Insecure cast, um J.R. Ellis, who just posted a picture with a beautiful woman. I don't know who she is,
5: so please tell me who is this woman. Crunch Crunch, Leanne Cuisine.
1: Nina Senecar is, I, uh, I just discovered her, but she is in a way iconic. I, I love her so much. J. Ellis so, bef- got married to Ellis got married. J. Ellis, famously Lawrence on Insecure, well, also I becoming was, famously Top Gun Maverick other guy.
0: I was cracking up because Vogue calls her Top Gun Maverick's Jay Ellis. And I'm just like, you can see the audience shift and it kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. Because like. Mm-hmm. Well, Insecure's over. It makes sense. But there's this thing is that once he was now that he's in Top Gun Maverick,
1: well now he's a movie oh, star. That's a different I mean, level, right? Fair, fair. Now he's it just a movie it's kind star.
0: of a no, yeah. And I guess if you didn't watch Insecure, he literally means nothing. He would mean nothing. He would mean he mm-hmm. would be. It's it's like a.
1: It's like oh, who's this hunk in Top Gun Maverick? Right? Right.
0: Well, that's I think I think a lot of people are having that experience, and it's like you don't understand. Like he was the center of like culture for years and, and not even just like oh he's a character on a tv show it's like Issa and lawrence were like a fit you know what i mean it was like will they won't they vibes for like the entire run of that of that show which was like talked about weekly for so many years anyways just mm-hmm. an interesting like thing to see right so they've been, but he's been dating this girl for a long time and they have a kid together so it's not this is not news to anyone i don't think anybody was like oh what You know? Or maybe a few people.
1: Well, it may have been news because he didn't talk about her. They started dating in 2015. He didn't really start talking about her publicly until around 2019. Mm -hmm. And at some point, this relationship was revealed because he didn't Instagram her. He didn't really mention her. They had a kid together, but they didn't really talk about it. And then on The Breakfast Club, he was interviewed. And they were like, were you keeping this woman a secret? And I'll play the clip here. And he's essentially like no i think that like as an actor as someone in the public eye privacy is like alluring it's like mystery is interesting and they're Mm -hmm. sort of like questioning him they're like was it really about the mystery or was it about the fact that you didn't want anyone to know you were dating a white woman like that's where their conversation went and he was like no 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 no, no, it was about the mystery i also think there's something uh, (laughs) uh uh a bit magical if you will about the mystery Mm-hmm. You don't know. Wow. And you don't need Did to know. you just say your white woman is magic? No, 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 Whoa. no, no, no. you no. say
4: white is <laughs> magical? No, 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 no.
2: What I
1: said is whether I'm with a white woman or not is a mystery. True, And true, it's true. something that it keeps it, it's it's a question. Gotcha. Well, you don't know, you may know, you may not know. You don't, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so what who I'm actually in a relationship with, nobody really knows. Do but, but me. Trying to tell you to keep it a secret? Because you know back in the day... You know, trying to keep are, a secret. Just you'd be with a white woman. Because you're on but, a black show with black women. But, what, but who said I was? Oh, okay. But then after that, it was open. He's dating this woman. She's Her name is Nina Senecar. She's famous kind of in Italy. She's on TV a lot. She's Serbian. They had a kid together a couple of years ago, and they were trying to get married a couple of years ago, but obviously they couldn't. And so the wedding finally happened. And a lot of celebrities went there, but I was sort of like... What else is this woman known for? Like, they keep calling her a an actress and a model, but, like, what's her deal? We, can I mean,
0: we – just before you hmm. even get into that, the funniest thing about the Vogue write-up is they don't identify Jesus and he's there. And they, like, specifically point out Anna Kendrick. They specifically point out all these people.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, Issa Rae, Glenn Powell.
0: And then like Miss Deezus, which another example of that kind of like blind spot, you know? Because
1: it's like look at all the Top Gun stars and look at all the Maverick stars.
0: It's like you're gonna call out fucking Glenn Powell, you know, and not be like there's Jesus. <laughs> but I just say it's just interesting, like as an example. And so Deezus was at this wedding with Anna Kendrick, with Issa, Yvonne Orgy, Gigi Paris, aka Glenn Powell's girlfriend, who we've talked about, mm-hmm. Gigi uh, Paris, and then a hilarious. lot of a lot of insecure like Prentis Penny, who's the director who works mm-hmm. with Issa, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so why are you obsessed with Nina Senicar? <laughs> You're not even sure.
1: The main thing is I was okay, what she acted in? And I looked at her IMDb and the IMDb is like, you know, stuff from Italy, stuff from other countries that like, there's no way I would have ever been exposed to, right? So that's like not that surprising. But then I went a little further and I was like, Jimmy Kimmel Live as an actor, not as self. She played Melania Trump in two Jimmy Kimmel live sketches, okay, which is very weird. And I was like, well, that's a funny thing about her. Wait,
0: she played Melania Trump in the sketch? In
1: two Jimmy Kimmel live sketches, <laughs> like digital short sketches, okay? <laughs> okay. Here's a clip of one. And I was like, well, that's, that's kind of funny.
2: You can do better. I
5: can do better. We can do better together. In order to be best, we must act like the best. And when they go low, we go high. I'm glad they came up with that.
1: Well, but then I went to the INDb trivia, which can occasionally be like a font of like fun stuff. And I found this little thing that said, let me quote it. Italian rapper Marrakesh, as in like Marrakesh, but Marrakesh, as in like money, oh, okay. made a song about Nina named Senecar, S-E-N-I-C-A-R, like an anachronymized version of her name. The song was a number one hit on the Italian charts and remains one of the most popular rap songs. I don't know how true the popularity is there, but the song does exist and it has millions of views on YouTube. It's in Italian. But when you translate the chorus, you get this. I want you only for pastime an epic pussy like Nina Senekar. <laughs> then when my time comes, an epic ending drama like Seneca, I only want you for pastime an epic pussy like Nina Senekar. So it's basically like it is a song about like Nina Senecar being iconic in a very particular way and she appears to be very in a very particular happy. way. She appears to be like kind of into it.
0: You're saying she's like a name brand model. Mm-hmm. And like outside I guess the they dated
1: or they were yeah. friends. Oh, Itali- so Italian Italian rapper this-
0: Marrakesh.
1: Maracash, i think dated her because there this song came out in 2011 or 2012 and i've seen photos of them together like after it so so
0: this song hit number one so the the idea that people in, in italy. italy would know nina's nina Senicar like as like a she's
1: on television they would know yes. she's
0: a model they if you were to say mm-hmm. giselle in a song i would know that's a model like that's yeah no exactly i would say tyra i would know that was a model you know mm-hmm. naomi even i'd say that's a, oh that's they're referring to naomi campbell the model you know mm-hmm. nina Senicar. although he does say her full name so it's kind of. interesting nina senecar is like would be recognizable as a woman a model with epic pussy
1: that's how it seems to me wait
0: he rhymes senecar with seneca is seneca a reference that i'm missing like the seneca falls convention wait is he referring to the seneca falls convention
1: no it's like uh seneca would would be like italian tragedy
0: oh my god that's wow that's beautiful
1: Senecan tragedy refers to a set of 10 ancient Roman tragedies. <laughs> yes.
0: Wait, so these are like good lyrics. Sorry. Like, these are
1: good lyrics. No, these are great lyrics. An epic lyrics. <laughs>
0: pussy like Nina Senecar. Then when my time comes, an epic ending. Drama like Drama Seneca.
1: like Seneca. Yeah. That's good. It's really good. So it's not really so here's Seneca the Falls genius. Convention. All right. Here's the genius annotation that, again, was translated from Italian.
0: To be fair, this probably sounds better, like like in flows Italian, better in Italian. Okay. Oh, of
1: course. Marrakesh is is not asking for a serious relationship, but only for a woman to spend time with and have fun with. The woman must be really gorgeous, epic, just like Nina Senekar, Serbian model, actress, and showgirl. So that's pretty funny.
0: I love That's pretty that. funny.
1: I found when Nina posted one of her Jimmy Kimmel Live Melania Trump clips, and it has very few likes, but one of the comments, the top comment is Jay Ellis, and his comment has one like, and all he wrote was this. <laughs> fire, 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 fire.
0: Well, she's starring in a short called Four Dates in a Humperdinck soon. so She is. Things are looking up.
1: She is, yeah. Okay, next call.
4: Hi, Ho Weekly, I just want to direct your attention to an article on Variety titled, Harry Potter Actor Says Rude Arnold Schwarzenegger Farted in Her Face on Set. He did it deliberately. Uh, Harry Potter Actor in Question is Miriam Margulies, an international chaotic lesbian treasure. And I am always watching her um, her Graham Norton episodes because they are incredible. Anyway, tell us all we need to know about Miriam Margulies. Thank you.
0: French
1: Prince, Prince. Lindsay, tell us all about Miriam Margulies. <laughs> I'm obsessed with her.
0: I'm obsessed with her. I think she's a U.S. who, but maybe a U.K. them, and, like, someone could confirm or deny that.
1: I think she's a U.S. nah.
0: But she, in the U.K., she's a character actor who?
1: She seems like she's a very prolific who, but, like, she's all over the place. She,
0: well, what I've learned about her, she her roles are, like, impressive and many, but nothing like kind of iconic in a way that's like oh she played like this person like, like she M was in like her Bond. biggest <laughs> technically her biggest role was she was in harry potter but she didn't even have this huge 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 role it's just like anyone in harry potter gets like that kind of sticker on them where they're like they were in harry potter and it's all these british act these like classic british actors that have this that have been acting for decades but then they're in harry potter and like it's like oh they're in harry potter Do, does that make sense
1: yeah, it's like Maggie Smith will always be known as Miss whatever.
0: But like Miriam Margulies, she won a BAFTA. She was in um, Martin, Martin Scorsese's Casey's Age of Innocence. Uh, I know her iconically from my childhood. She was the nurse in Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet, mm-hmm. which I would say mm-hmm. is like kind of an iconic role.
1: She's the voice of Fly and Babe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Which is like kind of iconic. in in nineteen six in nineteen ninety six she had an amazing run where she was the nurse in Romeo and Juliet. She was the glowworm in James and the Giant Peach. If you remember that, she was the oh, matchmaker do. in Mulan. The voice role, not the singing role. And she was the fly in Babe. Pig in the City. So like, she's working. That's great. But. The other side of her is she's a prolific and iconic talk show guest in the UK to the point where she's so good at talk shows, they have her back all the time, where they gave her her own little mini-series on the BBC, including Miriam's Big Fat Adventure, Miriam Margulies, almost Australian because she loves Australia, Miriam and Alan, Lost in Scotland, Miriam Margulies, Up for Grabs, Miriam Margulies is Australia unmasked. So she has these like, she has a personality that like people find quite charming.
1: They call her British Australian. Yeah,
0: she got her citizenship. She's not from oh, there. Okay. She she likes it so much that she got her. Trust oh, me, I went. Oh, so I, I see. I see. I see. I went down the deepest rabbit hole with this woman. She has these properties that she rents out. One of them is in Australia, and she tells the story. I shot something in Australia and I just fell in love, so I bought a house, and you can rent it on Airbnb. Anyways, I. Oh my won't god, be is
1: she on that. Instant Hotel? Oh my god, put her on Instant <laughs> Hotel.
0: This. This, like, story, like, oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger farted my face, I think came from the promotion. She wrote a memoir. And part of her thing is, like, all her memoir is full of stories about other actors. And she kind of has no shame, like, telling them where she'll be like, uh-huh. Leonardo DiCaprio smelled, you know, like, she just doesn't <laughs> yeah. care. And so if you look at all these clips of her that where she's promoting the memoir on these different talk shows, it includes... You know, the Leonardo DiCaprio smell story, the Otto Schwarzenegger fart in my face story. Yeah. Uh, she tells a story about Laurence Olivier. She flashed Martin Scorsese one time. The Queen Elizabeth II told her to be quiet. You know, like <laughs> you have all these different clips. He's a, a bit too full of himself.
2: Uh-huh. And, uh i And
0: I don't care for him at all. He's a Republican, which I don't like. And he was actually quite rude. He farted in my face. Now, I fart. Of course I do. But I don't fart in people's faces. He did it deliberately right in my face. Where where, and when did this happen? I can't remember the date, but it was during the filming of End of Days in Los Angeles. And I was playing Satan's sister. And he was killing me. So he had me in a in a position where i couldn't escape <laughs> and uh lying on the floor and he just farted <laughs> but like graham norton and her have a very nice banter. you know like they have a wonderful banter and she always goes on his show and doesn't know who the other guests are so like she went on the show with will i am and like kind of made fun of him and then later she went on the show again and graham norton was like did you even know who that was and she was like no no i never know <laughs> And it's, like, very funny.
1: But, Lindsay, you're avoiding the most important part.
0: Yeah, what? But he's gay. I mean, he's gay. Excuse me. He's blind.
1: She's gay. She's gay. (laughs) She's gay. She's an iconic lesbian, too, which I love.
0: I'm sorry. I didn't think of that first. I mean, I just was, like, obsessed with all the other things about her.
1: She's an iconic lesbian. (laughs) She's
0: an iconic lesbian. And she has
1: very funny lines about being a lesbian and, like, thinking men suck. (laughs)
0: Well here's a headline, Marilyn Margale on Why She's Happy Being a Lesbian. Very few men have souls. I used to have crushes on women and they were incredibly passionate and all consuming. I wasn't really interested in men and I'm still not. I'm interested in their soul I'm not interested in their souls because very few men have souls, she said. When you find one that has, it's worth it. But most of them are just so trivial. And if you're not sexually interested in men, they're unbearably trivial. I can like them and I have my male friends, but I just don't feel groin excitement from them. She's kind of like a she's like a She's a what do you call it? Like a She's like chock full she's, of non sequiturs. Yeah. She's, she's a like, quote she's a quote She's a quote machine. A, yeah. Quote machine. Whatever you call it. Yeah.
1: And and also like you were you put in all these links about her memoir which she released a couple of years ago, but like she's the perfect person to write a memoir because she's been, like, in the background of big things her whole career. So she's been in a million big things, but always, like, as kind of an observer, you know?
0: She's worked with all these stars, but she herself is kind of always just, like... Hanging around, and so therefore mm-hmm. she interacts with Leonardo DiCaprio when he's a child. Essentially, mm-hmm. I thought the story. I mean, you hear this, you've heard the story a lot, but the Romeo and Juliet story that she tells is how Claire Danes was like obsessed with Leo, and he like was rude to her, mm-hmm. and she felt bad.
1: She felt bad and was like, "Oh, it was so hard to watch her like pine for him, and he like did not care because she was not his type." And uh-huh. then she tells this cute story. I'm going to quote it. Many years later, I was in a restaurant, and she came up to me and said quote we worked together on a film once I don't know if you remember me my name is Claire Danes it was the opposite of arrogant behavior of some stars and so typical of her take Arnold Schwarzenegger with whom I worked with the (laughs) 1989 supernatural thriller end of days and then she's like he fucking farted on me she
0: hates Arnold so that I think is the that's the lead-in in the book into the story about him farting but that's just the story that People magazine picked up to to share you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. going viral because people took a screenshot of it and it's absolutely absurd.
1: She was talking about the book on a podcast got it, and mentioned that he farted in the face, in her face. <laughs> and that's why it went viral. But she's doing a lot of promo for All this is because she's doing a lot of promo for this memoir.
0: Exactly. It's kind of hilarious. And I will say the only kind of like problematic thing that I read was that she has in the past defended J.K. Rowling, but it's very much like she's nice to me, <laughs> you know. Like, like I know she sucks, but she's nice to me, and like that kind of came out in I don't know what year, but it the, it got kind of picked up because she said, you know, she wasn't she wasn't out here dismissing her, and
1: yeah, you know, she didn't co-sign any of J.K. No. Rowling's terrible beliefs, but she did say she's nice to me, which is yeah.
0: Not great, Lindsay. You forgot to mention what
1: the part where she farted on uh, while she was a guest on a show recently. She, <laughs> she farted during the commercial break, and so when the hosts came back, I recognized the host They're the hosts of that show that's always on the Daily Mail. Uh-huh. They're in fits because she farted during the break, like lifted up her cheek, farted, and, like, and was like, felt good like, to get that out. Or something. You called me
0: out. You called me out. <laughs>
2: I, I can't, I can't professionally, I should pull myself together, but <laughs> Miriam's just had the most enormous fart. <laughs> you outed me. <laughs> you outed it. <laughs> oh, God, Miriam. right just before we came out of the break, there was no pulling myself together then. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> right then. Sorry. If we could have pulled ourselves together, we wouldn't have said it. But, but it on just... purpose, I mean, it wasn't even, <laughs> she tried to keep it in. She actually lifted up and then said, that's better. <sighs> While
0: Arnold Schwarzenegger farted on her back in the day, she also, you know, loves to to fart. Although I think her kind of saying Arnold farted on me was more of a disrespect. Sorry about him being disrespectful to her, you know, versus her you know, letting out a small little fart so it's not on air. But they call, I think they called her out.
1: To me, I read her saying that Arnold farted on her as sort of like he shot the bird at her, you know, like yes, instead of yes. flipping her off, he like lifted a cheek in her face and was like,
0: he did poot. a little poot, you know, right. He did a little exactly, poot. exactly.
1: Yes. And as Timmy says in our doc, quote, you know, those bodybuilder protein farts were stank too, which is a great point. I bet they were particularly rancid. You know? I'm really
0: not going to be out here talking about the smelling of of farts
1: patrick shriver who was arnold schwarzenegger's son retweeted people's story that said miriam margley says arnold schwarzenegger farted in my face while filming end of days he retweeted it and added crying laughing face wtf
0: <laughs> it's really funny to me still that he goes by patrick shriver on twitter and p schwarzenegger is his Insta- is his handle and then when he acts he goes by patrick schwarzenegger yeah it's like, choose one, bitch. Just kidding. <laughs> okay.
1: It's on. like, it feels like it's, he's, 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 we've talked about this. It seems like he's just trying to be respectful to his I mom a little so. bit. I I mean. You know, he's like, fucking... I'm, a, I'm sort of a Kennedy. I'm sort of a Kennedy. Hey, put
0: the, put the dash in or get out.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shriver Schwarzenegger is too much for O'Neill. amazing. That's, Do it. That's a little too much.
2: Do it, babe. Go for it.
1: Next call.
2: Hi, Who Weekly. Um, I was recently browsing on my Vizio TV and I saw that, Tori Spelling has a food and lifestyle TV show that's only available to watch on Vizio TVs. Um, And I think I would say Tori Spelling is a them, but that does seem like the ultimate who move to have a TV show that's only available to watch on a certain brand of TV. So curious to hear your thoughts. Thanks. I don't have a Vizio TV anymore. I can't
1: watch this. I tried. I I talked to Vizio customer service.
0: Wait. I just realized I have a Vizio TV.
1: You do have a Vizio TV.
0: Yeah. It was. I got it from my friend Joel. He gave it to me. Wait. How do you even. I don't even know my TV had special chance. How does it know?
1: Well, maybe your Vizio TV. Is it a smart smart. TV? No, it's old. You don't have access to it. Wait, what? I'm suing.
0: Literally, I have a Vizio TV and I can't watch this. I'm suing.
1: No, you can't watch it. What you have to watch it on Vizio, watch free plus. I don't think you're, yeah. Is yours a smart TV? No,
0: no, it's not smart, it's no, not smart it's at not all. Smart. But I kind of hate smart TVs, that's a whole other conversation. I don't Well, like they're
1: them. annoying. The interfaces are so like clicky and slow and bad. Like, I have a Samsung they're TV, so bad. and like, it has the same sort of thing where it's like Samsung free TV, but every time we turn it on, it's hate like it. if we don't have the Apple TV plugged into it. And you turn it on and it's just doing TV interface. It's so slow. But then it defaults to like the Samsung free TV station, which is always playing like Hallmark cowboy movies. And we're like, no, not the cowboy movies. No, it's awful. (laughs) Why would you want software
0: in your TV? Like software that famously gets like old and bad and slow. Why would you want that in your TV? Like that's insane to me. You know what I mean? TVs can last a long time. I mean, I don't know. But like
1: people must use them a lot because they clearly get like ad revenue from people watching these things. I mean,
0: best of luck so Tori Spelling has a show that's only on Vizio TVs but not mine because it's too old
1: Vizio watch free plus on demand <laughs> there are too many streamers there's officially too many streamers now
0: I feel like it's great because we found something more who than like Roku the Roku channel or whatever the Roku
1: channel Roku city
0: Vizio like all TV Vizio watch free plus on demand is definitely like who than Roku the Roku yeah. channel
1: yeah yeah the monorail doesn't go from Roku City to this place. Like you really have to like you have to rent a car to get here. <laughs> they like have a no, monorail. Oh, they there's have no public transportation monorail. that gets to Vizio Watch Free Plus. I was you say, know? they have
0: a monorail in Roku City, but literally that's the only thing that's in Roku City is a monorail and billboards because <laughs> that's all they have. <laughs> Vizio is collaborating. It is a monorail, with...
1: right? The Roku City does have a monorail, right? I think so. I'm not I think that's what, joking. I'm not making that up. That's what you're
0: traveling on. Yeah, I think so.
1: Wait, I'm looking at the city. Maybe it doesn't have a monorail. Maybe I just I thought that's what, want that is, it what to have a monorail when
0: we're traveling across. Because you're, tra- a I
1: assume that I'm on the monorail when I'm passing through the Me city, too. right? Me too. Me too. Some sort of light rail. You're on like, like, like an elevated like, rail. Yeah, I'm on an elevated rail. I'm on a okay, monorail. Okay, listen, 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 canon. listen.
0: Vizio is collaborating uh, with My Time Movie Network and serving up a new lifestyle series, At Home with Tori, starring renowned actress, author, and TV personality Tori Spelling. At Home with Tori is a 10-episode Vizio-exclusive TV series premiering on Vizio Watch Free Plus. Each episode is centered around themes curated by Tori. The series will feature a variety of special guests, including Patty Stanger. Uh, Oh, this says Stranger instead of Stanger. I know it's Stanger. It's not Stranger. Patty Stranger of The Millionaire Matchmaker and many more. (laughs) From family themed episodes featuring mothers and daughters to pool parties and cocktail specials, this series has something for everyone. I have to say I'm really impressed and actually like happy that Tori like finds her her nooks and her niches because it does feel like – she's kind of fallen off of main of popular culture and nothing she used to troll her way back in but i do feel like she's still like existing on the fringes you know
1: yeah yeah very who here's a video of her introducing it on the my time movie network instagram page
0: hey vizio family i'm tori spelling join me my family and all my friends on my new series at home with tori only on vizio's watch free plus on demand Come
1: see what we have cooking. Hey, Vizio family.
0: (laughs) Hey, Vizio family.
1: Me dying in a hospital, like, as people come to visit. Hi, Vizio family. Every time someone else walks in. (laughs) Stop it. Stop it. It looks, like, fine. I I would love to have it on. It reminds me of, like, turning something on YouTube while I eat lunch and I don't really care what it is, you know?
0: I guess, but you keep saying that to me, and it's very a strange, um, like, comparison. We watch
1: TV in very different ways. Yeah. I have very different buckets of TV watching. I have, like, very active TV viewing. I have, like, passive TV viewing. And then I have, like, sort of a free-for-all, which is where I think this could fit in, where I just love throwing something on as white noise. You know? That's, like, House Hunters, HGTV, Discovery Plus. This feels very Discovery Plus to me. Magnolia Network. You know?
0: Yes. Yes. We watch TV differently. (laughs) Mm-hmm. You really mm-hmm. like TV that in, that that really <laughs> encourages you to turn here's, your brain off.
1: Here's something that Greg Bernard Vizio's director of content acquisition and executive producer of At Homatory said about this show that I think is hilarious and contradictory. The series, he added, is an example of the company aiming to quote deliver programming that is unique, relevant. And available only on Vizio. <laughs> How can you say something is relevant and available only on Vizio? <laughs> right. That's
0: really funny. That's really funny. It's unique, relevant, essential, iconic, and only available on visible Vizio. Yeah. Okay. Question: If what would be the show if it moved to only available on Vimeo v- Vizio? That would make you get a Vizio Smart TV. Like you would go buy a Vizio Smart TV. Like a
1: currently existing show that I would want. Yeah. I would desperately yeah. need to watch. If
0: like, if like, a show said we're going, we're moving networks, and we're only going to be on Vizio exclusive. Free, free, uh, you know, it's, free oh, it's
1: oh, it's, oh, it's Golden Girls because right oh, now okay. it's like the main reason I have a Hulu subscription. But the thing is, like, if Golden Girls said we're going Vizio only. I would say I have to buy a Golden Girls TV. Like I'd need to I'd need to like buy a television specifically for Golden Girls and like put it somewhere.
0: We got to get you some DVDs.
1: I have all the Golden Girls DVDs. You know how annoying it is to put the DVDs in the thing. You I'm think just, I don't have the Golden Girls DVDs?
0: I'm just saying like you're you're really like working against what those channels are trying to do.
1: So they're trying to make they're trying to sell Vizio TVs off this thing because I was on us weekly today. Uh-huh. After this was already in the doc and I saw the headline exclusive, Dean McDermott made his first appearance on Tori Spelling's reality show amid split speculation. Quote, so cute, babe.
0: Oh my God. That's why it got press. It got press because he went up. on the Vizio those two, exclusive. Those two have been breaking up for like 40, 40 years. <laughs> I swear to God. The speculation of their breakup, I think, is the most like talked about thing about the each of them. And I, I do mm-hmm. think she's dragging it out on purpose
1: yeah we have the teaser exclusively in us weekly and it says quote you're so cute babe mcdermott 55 says in the teaser for the thursday july 21st episode of at home with tori shared exclusively with us weekly the canadian actor made the comment while he and spelling 49 watched her movie troop beverly hills on a projector with their children the storytelling author was 14 years old when she she's filmed the in 1989 that. comedy and oh she's such a good like mean girl on that yeah she she's is. great
0: The episode focuses on Beverly Hills 90210 alum. She tells, creates a summer camp in her backyard with the help of Josh Flagg. Remember him? Who happens to love True Beverly Hills. Of course he does.
1: Of course he does. Let's play some rapid fire calls, right? Yeah. Yeah.
5: Hey, Timmy. Lindsay Bobby. I am very drunk, so first time, whatever time. Um, John Brenthal. Is he a who? Is he a them? Everyone knows he's hot, but... Wait, did you guys already talk about this? God it. Okay, you know what? Never mind. I'm gonna go pass out. Um, love the pod, and... Yeah. Bye.
1: We haven't talked about him, actually. Is John Bernthal a who or a them? One, two, three. Oh. Them? You think he's a them? I was like, what are you hesitating for?
0: I feel like he's like everywhere.
1: He's everywhere and nowhere.
0: He's about to like star in the American Gigolo remake and stuff. I feel like he's everywhere.
1: Is he starring in it now? Is anyone talking about his HBO show that he made with The Wire Guy? No. No one's talking about it. What show is that? Exactly. Uh The Wire Guy made an HBO show starring John Bernthal that I have not heard a single person talk about. I feel
0: like everyone talks about him. Okay, maybe he's like... Yeah, they talk about him because about he's hot, have, but like... Okay, but I think he's about to have like a Sarah Paulson thing. He's the special reveal in the bear, which you don't know, even though it's not really a spoiler. He like appears uh-huh. in the bear and it's special. And then he also is the... He's the love... He's the hunk in the Lena Dunham movie. We're like... That is not out yet.
1: What's it called? Like something Sharp shot? Sharp stick. Sharp stick?
0: I think that the 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 recipe might be there. You're Maybe you're right. You are right. But there might be a... Like a moment come. I feel like a bubble up. A bubble. I feel like a bubble. I feel a bubble. Sorry. You know bubble. how what
1: I think about John Bernthal? I think he's like Carrie Stole, but like went through like an evolution cycle. Like he's a Pokemon, like Carrie Stoll was a Pokemon and then he evolved up into John Bernthal. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Mm-hmm. That's kind of where I see him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, he's great in he's the tennis instructor in um What's the movie with Will Smith? that he, King Richard. He's great in that. But I don't think mm-hmm. that that like broke him out. And I'm looking at all of his recent things. Like King Richard, small role. Those Who Wish Me Dead, small role. Many Saints of Newark, small role. You know, like at one point he will break out. I just don't think he has yet. And he's been acting for like 20 years. Sarah Paulson comparison is spot on, I think. That's good.
5: Kiki Palmer, who or them? Tim people, lesbian. Bye.
1: Nope comes out today. We're seeing it today. We're seeing it tonight.
0: Oh, today, right, tomorrow, today. Yeah. Cuz uh-huh. today is Friday. Today's Friday, yeah. Can't wait. I can't wait to lean all the way back in those seats. The
1: the Nope promo cycle, the Nope machine is 90% Kiki. Kiki's doing she's all doing of the, all work the work getting this movie off the ground, she's which it does all seem all like is going work. to be a humongous but hit.
0: But as I've always said, Kiki Palmer, it's it, she's she's a natural, but there's nobody has figured out the way to 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 harness her natural energy. Not mm-hmm. one. No one. Not one project has figured it out.
1: Well, not since like Akila and the Bee, to be honest. Like, sure. You but know, you know what
0: I mean? Like they're like they gave her talk shows. They're 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 saying, oh, she's got this natural ability as she's so everything she says. She's a quote machine. We love her. Everybody loves her. But somehow it's like not translating into any of the work that she's like doing as an actress or whatever do you you know like Mm -hmm. though she is a good actress again we'll see what happens with nope I thought that I thought this would be if this movie is good which is I'm who knows obviously she's the star and she's she can do anything
1: yeah I just think that like Daniel Kaluuya got the he got a magazine cover he got some press for this but i'm seeing more and again maybe this is just a symptom of my the my feeds like the social channels that i am seeing but kiki's everywhere on my timelines and daniel kaluuya's kind of nowhere and i kind of think that's by design she's carrying the weight of this and she's carrying it well and it makes me think that like despite whether or not this movie is going to be a hit which it seems like it's kind of inevitable at this point she's officially a them now i think
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know and I think that this, like, officially makes her a movie star in a way that, like, is Kiki a TV actress, a movie actress, a talk show host, a, a podcast guest? Like, is she a comedian? Like, what what is Kiki Palmer? I think it will make people comfortable in saying that she is a movie star, you know?
0: Yes, I agree. That's what I'm saying. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because
1: she was all over the place. And now we have this. And I have to play the clip of her about how she went and did sun gazing in Joshua Tree. I actually want to hear it again.
0: Does Kiki Palmer wear glasses? I do. Oh, my gosh. I wear glasses and now I've been walking around lately wearing two glasses. Let me tell y'all something. For all my spiritual heads out there that's always looking for like a different meditation vibe, don't ever do the sun gazing, honey. I did sun gazing in Joshua Tree and I done sunburned my retina. Playing around trying to beat Gandhi and shit. So be careful with that sun, the UVs and the global warming. You got to protect those eyes because now I'm seeing double and stuff. My astigmatism is like going left. The doctor said he can't even promise me it to heal. So I just been praying because damn. It's like so funny like they're Mm -hmm. they're like what's your favorite like meme of you and she's like luckily I have lots of memes and like (laughs) like rattles them off and it's like yeah like you really do have some of the best quotable lines like sorry to this man. I know it ain't I know it ain't the stallion. This one has a little sweetness to it. She could do promo for anything. And I would watch all the promo and never see the thing. (laughs) Like, she's just so, she's so good. And she's specifically off the cuff good. And I told you, she's one of the best people I've interviewed. When I wrote about her briefly... For L, I think I already forget what it was for, mm-hmm. but she was so pl- lovely to talk to, and she's just like this in every scenario. It's not like she's turning this on. This is like how she spoke to me, just like so lovely and funny, you know, and effortless. Effortless.
1: I don't know what it is. I think it's just because she's so singular, but like the the expected former child star vibe is there on full display. But there is something about her personality that I think is almost unparalleled anywhere where she makes the personality type of having been famous for most of her life since she was a kid, charming. That's never charming. You know, like, being a former child star is never cute when you are in your 30s or late 20s or something. And somehow, it's charming for her. It's so we. It's weird. You know? You know what? Does that make sense? Yes. You know?
0: Yeah. Ugh. It's just like you know something's there. And I just feel like it must be frustrating to be on the Kiki team because it's like we all see it we all know it it's there and like everyone's Mm -hmm. rooting for her but then for some reason it's just not uh, translating sometimes or like the things that she's doing people aren't watching they're not in the right place for people to access them I don't know Mm
3: -hmm. I don't Mm -hmm. know
1: this movie will do it though she's a them
3: hi Lindsay Bobby does Dr. Oz
5: know who Snuffy is French French
1: He does now, but I think he did before because he was a fucking talk show host. Of course he knew who the Jersey Shore girly was, the main Jersey Shore star was. He's a TV star. He's not a politician, (laughs) you know? Right. It'd be one thing if he was a career politician and it's like, does he know who this person that his political opponent put in a political ad is? And it's like, he's not a politician. He's a pop culture figure who's fame hungry. Yeah. Yes.
0: Also like, is this like Snooki? Is this like cementing Snooky as like the number one Jersey sh- Jersey, New Jersey related like pop culture thing? Aside from like, I think so. You know, what, what else is this? Is it? That's it. This is it. It's Snooky. You know what I mean? Like she really <laughs> is like the Statue of Liberty of New Jersey, but herself. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? She does still live there, which is actually the kind of best part about this is that, like, yeah. a lot of the Jersey Shore kids still live in the vicinity. Most of them haven't moved to Hollywood. I think What's His Face works in Vegas. But, like, it does feel very much like they're authentic to the, to the cause. Did you see mm-hmm. they shut down filming on the Jersey Shore reboot? I saw. Like, they, it worked. I saw. They're, they're, like, it's a mess. I Whatever saw. spell Jenny set on, like, the cast worked.
3: <laughs> Hi, Who Weekly. I'm wondering if you can rank from Who to Them the Webb Telescope, the Hubble Telescope, the ISS, Skylab, and Sputnik. I feel like Webb is like the young ingenue and Hubble is such a them, but I don't know, Webb might be a them too because it had a pretty flashy debut last week. Curious to hear your thoughts. Uh, women do belong in balloons and in space stations. Okay, I like space. It does scare
0: me, but I like space. But I will say I'm not like a space like head or like full stand. So a lot of these are new to me, these telescopes. Like I'm learning the telescopes as they reveal the photos. I think that's a kind of a thing where you don't really know about the telescopes until they have this kind of they find something and then the telescope's name becomes like part of the news of the photo, right? Yes. Here we have we have Webb, we have Hubble, we have ISS, Skylab and Sputnik. Wow. Okay, I got to say- Sputnik's not
1: really a telescope. Sputnik's a satellite. But it's, so taking like, fo-
0: but it's taking photos from it. Is it? I just did the preface that I don't know about this stuff.
1: I googled Sputnik and I think it just sent like radio signals. I think people were afraid that it was leaked because people were like, Russia, Russia, Russia. I think they were nervous that it had a telescope, but I don't think it did have a telescope.
0: Okay, interesting. Okay, interesting.
1: I don't think Sputnik had a telescope on it. It had a radio signal. That's what it. It just had a radio signal. What was the name of the
0: telescope from contact?
1: It was the one in Puerto Rico. And remember, they closed it down.
0: I know. We are Arecibo about Observatory. This. Arecibo. Okay. Arecibo is on this list for me. It's a very important. Okay. So I think number one themiest telescope is Hubble. We've got Hubble at the top. Like, that is that is the one that people say.
1: I always say, your planets are lovely, Hubble. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to fucking do that. <laughs> so we got Hubble number one this is tough see the iss is a space station i'm not calling it a until i'm taking the iss off this list
0: i mean there's also all different types of telescopes but like yeah we're the, the i'm no taking compares- skylab
1: off too i'm saying web hubble arecibo because it's not That's really it. a telescope okay and i think it goes hubble web arecibo and i think web gets the bump because everyone was talking about the web last week it's true i couldn't stop looking at those photos
0: Yeah, the web. web Josh just
1: texted me. Yes, I agree. He's listening.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, Josh. Do you know anything about telescopes? Do you want to weigh in? I feel like Josh Josh never gets to weigh in. What What do do you you know about telescopes, bitch? I didn't know you knew anything.
1: Recording in a small apartment. You think you think Hubble, Web Arecibo is correct?
0: Either get on the mic or get out.
1: Come in here. Come in here.
0: Why are you just yell? Come on. Get on the mic. He can't hear me. Hey, <laughs> he can't hear comes- me at all.
1: <laughs> get on the mic. Web, Hubble and Arecibo. Josh, get on the mic and explain why our ranking is correct. But we went Hubble, Webb Arecibo. Get you unified? Yeah, we're Lindsay unified. agrees with this. Yeah, Lindsay agrees. She uh-huh. can't, hear, he can't hear Lindsay, but yeah, she agrees. Well, I would say... Get closer to mic. I head. would say <laughs> I like
2: Arecibo quite a bit because I really like where it is and, like, its general structure, but I agree because it's not distinctly, like, a telescope. Like, that's its whole thing, that what? it can't really be in the top two. Oh. Yeah, it's specifically an observ- observatory. But I agree that I think Webb is hub's like the og which is like <laughs> the only reason i could maybe say it's number one but Webb is so iconic now but
0: how is it possible we only have two, two telescopes one, one new and one old that's
2: what you're saying
1: yeah yeah Lindsay is asking how is it possible how is it possible that we only have two telescopes one new and one old <laughs> is there another telescope we're missing <laughs> uh i think there i think there might be i mean there's definitely more observatories yeah we're not talking about observatories
0: no, there are. Okay, but there's they, I mean, what, there's don't they Kepler... take, like, what, 20
1: years to build or something?
0: Yeah. There's hip hippocross hip Ask can't if you've ever be heard of Hippocrose.
1: Have you ever heard of hippo
0: Hipporox? Really. I've Ross. heard of
1: Galileo's telescope.
0: Uh, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this doesn't count. It's Hubble and Webb. Yeah. Hubble and Webb are yeah, That's it. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Josh. You're
0: welcome. Thank you, Josh.
1: Lindsay says thank you. <laughs> I'm happy to weigh in. He's happy to weigh in.
0: Wow. That's, is that the first time Josh has ever overheard the podcast and and felt the need
1: to, I to, maybe. to yelp? I think maybe.
0: <laughs> that's actually in seven years. Like He's really shown a lot of restraint and respect for you to like not... He usually has headphones on
1: when I'm recording.
0: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Okay, well, now, even though this list has gone down to two, it's still an iconic, now is it still an iconic segment for that reason. And if there are more telescopes we're missing, like, please call because this is actually the one thing I would like some feedback on. Here's something crazy. I'm looking at the Wikipedia for a list of space telescopes, and this is not helpful at all. At all.
1: (laughs) At all. Here's something crazy. When you were looking at the images from the James Webb telescope, were you like, oh, damn, I feel so hooey? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I was I was yeah. like,
0: "Whoa. Do you think that we're like who's in the galaxy or we're naws? Like in the in the entire <laughs> solar system we're like not like the entire all of space are we naws? Are we who's? I think you have
1: to I think it's I think, think it's who's. essential to understand the vastness of the cosmos. I think you have to accept the fact that you are a naw. What? It, if you think you are a who are them, or
0: them,
1: or if you think you are more than a who in the cosmos, you're out of your mind. Your yeah, weight, you your ego, I your agree. ego needs needs to be.
0: Kept, I agree, but we're you know? nas.
1: We're who's to nas. We're who's to nas. Oh,
0: God. You know. Are we cuspy at least? <laughs>
1: I mean, we have cool. We have nice telescopes. That's something.
0: They don't give a shit about that okay you know honestly no, I maybe we're, i we, don't
1: think we're cuspy i don't think we're cuspy maybe honestly like who's.
0: i'm my ego is getting in the way but if we're it maybe as good we're nas because then nobody will like try and fuck with us
2: mm-hmm.
0: like we're not even on the radar like get away you know we're we're just nas. like don't even the them
1: pass us and they even see that they're like no there's like life on there and they're like no pass they're, they're like who's. no thanks yeah they're, they're like we're not even events. covering that take that off the dock you know
0: <laughs> in <the> dock <laughs> exactly
1: They keep getting, the aliens keep getting calls about this place called Earth and they're like, cut it. We're the Alexandra Daddarios of space. (laughs) Oh
0: my God. She's a who though. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Despite like what is good for us, we're still trying to make ourselves happen. You know, we don't know any better. We're just trying to make ourselves happen. But really, we should just stop. Like we shouldn't even try.
1: Some of the cooler like galactic structures are like, I heard that Earth got nominated for best planet. And they were like, still don't care. (laughs) Still don't care. A (laughs) nomination means nothing.
0: Best planet. Best planet. Best planet is so funny. Best planet is so funny.
1: Uh, Best limited planet. (laughs) Stop. It's true. We're done. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who's There, our weekly call-in show. Keep calling in at 619 who them to leave questions comments and concerns support us on patreon.com whoweekly who for bonus episodes a discord server newsletter and more you can also subscribe for our bonus episodes on apple on apple subscription service if you'd rather do that it's very quick and easy apple makes it easy thank you apple for featuring us as a spotlight podcast of the month thank you to katie and eric of the who's for providing our arita theme song thank you to timmy our research and editorial assistant for researching and editorializing thank you to anyone who pre-orders my book uh, wherever you pre-order books the old place novel gotta add this and Every episode now. And we'll see you on Tuesday. Have a great weekend. Bye.
0: Bye. What? Hey. Hey. Hey.
1: Hey. Oh. Oh, did you Sorry. just fall?
0: My microphone just literally tipped over. Sorry. That's gonna like that might blow your ears. Be careful. <laughs>
6: okay. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. A uh, long time, long time. Um, this is so embarrassing. But, um, I want y'all to get your money. So here you go. Um, I play a lot of phone games. I downloaded best beans because of your ads. I like y'all finally convinced me. So every time, um, Bobby talks about playing, I'm like, Oh yeah, I know that part of the game. Um, and I'm just listening to the Tuesday episode. Pause the pod. Cause Bobby said he's on like four level 400 something embarrassingly despite only playing for half the time Bobby has played for, I am on level 1197. I'm almost at, I'm over a thousand levels. Um, Which I guess just means that I spent all my time watching Love Island and playing best scenes. Um, So do with that what you will, but you know, you got me into it. So I blame you. Uh, Live and love you to laptop. Bye.
5: Hi, Hu weekly. Um, long time, medium time. I feel like this will be a call you're doing amazing, sweetie, but my boyfriend has started signing off his voicemails to me with Crunch Crunch. So your influence is pervasive. Anyway, um, love you. Leanne Cuisine, Crunch Crunch. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. Uh, so I'm a workers' compensation attorney, and I have some thoughts on your segment on Koryanka culture. So um, first of all, you had said that it seemed weird that she would be so obvious about her workers' compensation fraud, um, so something, like, some information must be missing. But I do a lot of workers' comp fraud cases, and that kind of thing happens a lot. So, for example, like, people will post on... Public social media accounts and that kind of thing, and it's it's really interesting. So I had one case where the guy said he was like too disabled to work for years, that he was running marathons and all the race results and pictures and that kind of thing were posted online. So, um, for my experience, that kind of thing is not surprising. It's it's kind of run of the mill and it happens quite a lot. Um, and then I also wanted to respond to. Um, the idea that, you know, there's no victims when workers' compensation fraud occurs other than the insurance company. But, um, from my experience, I feel like, uh, the people who are hurt most by workers' compensation fraud are the people with real injuries. Cause, you know, you do this work long enough and, um, people on the insurance side start to be suspicious of everyone. And you think everyone's lying about the disability and it, because the people who are actually hurt end up being treated with a lot of suspicion. Um, And in a lot of cases, medical treatment gets denied because people view workers' compensation claimants with a lot of suspicion. Um, So don't commit workers' compensation fraud. That's it. Okay, bye.
2: Hi, Who Weekly. Long time, long time. Um, This call is maybe mostly for Timmy. Um, as I'm sure he knows, Addison Rae is launching a line of dolls, and I just wanted to know, maybe we get Timmy to drop in, if he thinks that Addison's singing doll will be how she exclusively releases her album, because she has one song, and she's releasing a singing doll. Uh Is this doll only going to sing one song? Uh, the people need to know. Um, yeah, good form, Bella Thorne. Um, Hi, Who Weekly. I just called about um, Addison Rae um, and her doll line, and I've done a little bit more research. And unfortunately, when you press the button on her stomach, she plays um, a royalty-free song um, with no lyrics, so she will not be releasing her album uh, via her singing doll. Thinking of Timmy during this difficult time. Good form, Bella Thorne. Um, I have a friend of a friend here in Chicago who... Has been fucked by Lana's new boyfriend. So confirmed bisexual. Crunch, crunch.